A quick announcement before the podcast begins. Don't forget that my three books are now available on Amazon and most online bookstores. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is available on Audible, Paperback, or Kindle. It is also translated into Spanish. 216 and the Secrets of the Universe 2nd Edition is a message that myself, the author, Omar Angulo, was guided to deliver by higher beings to humanity through this book. It all began on 216 when my older brother took his life and sent me down an unfathomable rabbit hole over the course of four years. This book can be enjoyed by those that are spiritually curious to those that may consider themselves to be full-blown awakened. My second book, titled My Contact with UFOs, Otherworldly Beings, God, Angels, Demons, and More, is available on Amazon and most online bookstores on paperback. This book is a collection of personal stories and experiences I had with the divine, paranormal, spiritual, and what some may consider to be taboo. My third book, titled My Book of Psalms, The Book of Old Number 3, is available on paperback and is also on Amazon and most online bookstores. This book is a collection of song lyrics written by myself with deep meaning over the course of my life and also a collection of photographs taken by myself or colleagues during not only my musical journey, but journey of life as well. And now, the podcast. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 11 of In A Good Way podcast. Today's special guest is Victoria, who online goes by Pink Pineapple Tarot. Um, You know, she's a successful tarot reader. I would say, you know, you have over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube. I think close to 12 million views or over 12 million million views. So, and I've seen, you know, you've been doing it for a long time. I think your first tarot reading that you uploaded was around November 2017, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. And, so you've been doing it since then, and uh, you have, I would say, a loyal fan base that mm-hmm. that constantly comes back. And um, you know, I'll share about how I found out about you in a while. But um, you know, I wanted to ask you first about how you got started with tarot reading. Like, um, I know you know tarot tarot readers get like you know it's good and bad, but Nowadays, mm-hmm. I see more good personally. I know there's still like some people are very hesitant to, uh, I guess, to talk about tarot, to look at tarot, to get tarot reading. So I want to know how you got started with tarot. You know, it's obviously a spiritual thing. So, you know, did you have spiritual experiences when you were little? Like, were you already experiencing things and then something pushed you into tarot or how exactly that happened for you? Well, I've always been into astrology, like even since I was younger. Um, And I would, so yeah, I've always been into that. And I always like growing up, if you're somebody who's kind of like woke up, so to speak, Mm -hmm. you do realize like how you were different than other people that were around you, you know, in school and things like that. but yeah, I, I feel like I was always, you know, somewhat aware growing up. And then how I got into tarot was, um, well, there was a couple things. Um, I was going through, you know, like a, a transitional phase, um, you know, in my life where I really was waking up okay. um, or I kind of woke up and then things started falling apart in my mm. life because, you know, I was about to start a new path. So things had to go. And um, 
a couple girlfriends of mine that I was kind of like leaning on for support. I was hanging out at their house and the one girl, she had a deck of cards. Mm. And so we were just kind of getting, giving readings to each other. But um, the reading that I did, like it really, they were like, wow, like, you know, that was on point, you know, oh, with what wow. I was, and I didn't know what I was doing. Um, I didn't know that I was doing intuitive reading. I didn't know that because I've always been artistic too, but I was looking at the pictures and I was kind of picking up like different things and just saying it. So I started with that. And then um, still going through some things, I looked up, I was looking up astrology, like on YouTube. I forget exactly what I typed in, but Amber, Quietus Revolution, she came up and it was like Leo, August something or whatever. So I was like, what is this? And so I clicked it and I was just like, oh my God, like this girl is on point. You know, she was just <laughs> cards and saying, hey, here's what I see you going through. Um, and then she was also very passionate, like about her delivery saying, hey, you need to do dot, 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 you know, mm -hmm. kind of like saying, here's what you need to do. So that became like one of my rituals. Like I would get off of work. Um, I don't know. Can I, how, how freely can I speak on here? As freely as you want. Okay. Yeah. So I would, you know, <laughs> like light a joint and, you know, I would just sit there and chill and watch her reading. It was very therapeutic. Mm. So, um, I actually, I actually, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> I started, you know, the YouTube channel because I was just like, it's kind of one of those things. It may seem like egotistical, but I was just like, I could do this, you mm. know, like, because, you know, with reading the cards and things like that, I was just like, why not just try it out? And I, and I knew, I just knew that it would be successful. I knew it. Mm. Um, it wasn't a doubt in my mind. And I just knew like I had to just do it, just get on there. And it was awkward at first, you know, I'm sitting, I mean, God bless the people that stuck with me because mm. I go back to my early videos and I would take all day. Like people would be like, you resonate, but we wish you would just spit it out. Like just say what you want to say, you know? Um, so, but yeah, I grew, so it was a growing process, but I mean, anyway, dot, dot, dot. That's how I got into tarot. No, no, you should have kept going. <laughs> you don't have to speed <laughs> it up. Yeah. Don't, don't worry about the, you know, cause I'll do that too. But it's funny. Um, Yeah. I know actually, I don't know her by Amber. You said that's her name, yeah. the quietest revolution. Uh, I seen her as well. And it's funny because, okay, I, there's so many things I wanted to say, but I'll just, I guess, uh, jump into one. So, you know, it's funny because she's a Gemini, right? And, uh, yeah. you know, I'm a Gemini. And so I, I kind of had that same feeling like, wow, all the readers I resonate the most with are Geminis, you know? And I know you have a Gemini moon, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So so that was interesting. Uh, and not not to make it like, not to throw anything on anybody else, but like, I guess, or maybe someone with Gemini placement tend to be the best readers or. Um, I've said that before. Okay. I've said like, because uh, Gemini is very, um, I don't know, like imaginative. So mm. when they see the cards, they see all these things. They can paint a picture. But go ahead. I'm sorry. No, but that's exactly why. Like, like for me being a Gemini, I like the in-depth, like, tell me. And even like the quietest revolution, she she does like a two part kind of thing. Like first she does yeah. one thing, 
and then she goes into the other thing. So for me, I like that, like personally. But it's funny that other people will tell you, like, "Hey, get to the point." You know, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's interesting to me. Um, and so just to go back a little, so how old were you when you first had that that meeting with your friends and you just started reading the cards? I was. Let me think. Let me think. 2000 what's it 2022 five five years so I'm I'll be 37 this year so 32 it was right around my Saturn return oh so probably 30 30 31 oh okay yeah it was right turns like 29 so no no so basically okay I thought maybe like you had started like you know in high school or something just messing with the cards or okay no but a strong always been into I've always been into you know the stars and constellations in the universe like I've always been into that you know Mm. and you also mentioned like how you've always been artistic and I heard some of your songs they're really great by the way you have a great voice and everything (laughs) (laughs) like I like it like that birds fly high right that's one of your songs yeah that's my favorite Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's really good so you decided to not pursue like music after or or what like I just went with what you know I saw the most growth Mm. what felt very like it didn't feel forced music Mm. you know became a thing where I loved it you know it was it was good for me to have that experience to be in a studio and work with producers and write my music because I love to write um so that was good that I had that experience in my life but um I definitely feel like one of my a part of my journey especially even if like we get into charts and everything is um you know to serve and to help and I think my the best way that I found that I was helping and what gave me a sense of like because I do get satisfaction from you know reading tarot but also like the personal readings like I do get um a high off of that you know like people um feeling good about Mm -hmm. what I'm doing for them so I just went with what you know what I saw was growing the most what felt you know where where I was um you know I don't want to say celebrated the most but I mean they do say you know go where you're celebrated go Mm -hmm. you know go in that direction so yeah I just went with that it was a it you know my mom always asked me and even my kids they're like you know are you gonna make more music are you gonna make more songs and I'm like I don't know if I feel you know called to do it but here's the thing I told my son I think it was like a couple nights ago that you know the best music comes from artists when you're going through things and mm-hmm. that's when I wrote all my music when I was <laughs> going through it, you know and so now I'm like really happy, you know, <laughs> Oh, hard to, you know, write, you know, you can write things about being happy, but you, you can talk to any artist and their best music came when they were going through a breakup or, you know, just life felt like, you know, it was crashing, you know, around them. So, oh, I know that story too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, like me, um, you know, I've wrote songs like throughout my life. I've written over a thousand songs. So that should say something about like mm-hmm, my life mm-hmm. in general, you know, and I could attest a hundred percent. Like um, I knew that too. I I just said that to somebody the other day, like um, 
I know if I hadn't gone through all the stuff I went through, I would have never had. Like right now, this is, I think, the driest spot I've ever had with music. Like I just did one song this year and that's it. And yeah. um, I, because I guess I'm not in that, in that like, you know, suffering yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, no, I, and and also about that, see, because of the writing songs, I feel like, you know, I've always had like the connection, you know, to whatever, the spirit world, you know, premonition, sometimes daily, all that crazy stuff. But I always felt it was because I would write so much music and create so much. It was like there was always an open portal, mm -hmm. you know, because with music, it comes out of nowhere, right? It's like from the ethers, you just pull yeah. it out of the air, you create. Yeah. So um, I feel like that's one of the reasons why I always had like some kind of open portal or I was always making like beats too. I probably made way more than a thousand beats like in my time. So either producing or writing songs. So there was always an open portal. And I think this is the longest I've gone that I feel kind of disconnected because I was so used to it. Mm -hmm. So it almost makes you feel like what's wrong with me? <laughs> it's like, it's not as open as it used to be. Um, yeah. Oh, I was gonna ask you something. I, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, something to do with that, but I forgot. Um, okay. <laughs> Marie. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was trying to think of like how to jog your memory, but go ahead. Um, well, I guess I'll just jump into this. I was gonna ask you this as well. So, like you were talking about how much satisfaction you get out of helping people. And mm -hmm. uh I noticed, for example, like love tarot readings are like the number one, right? Yeah. Um, so I mean, I don't know if it's sad or it's good. <laughs> like, everybody's <laughs> like, they, they're constantly wanting to know about love. Like, you know, and they, like everybody basically. So I don't know what that says about the state of uh, society, humanity. But um, like, how do you feel about that? Because see, there is uh, like other readers, but a few that will actually do other things and this and that. And I guess they've grown a fan base. So, so they're able to do that. But for mm -hmm. you, obviously... Um, obviously like love readings has been the number one thing. So I guess my question is also like, um, do you ever get people that, that come at you like in a negative way? Like, Oh, this reading, it's not true. Or maybe made a decision because of a reading and they're blaming you for it and all that crazy stuff. Yeah. I, I mean, not so much like they made a decision in blaming me, but, um, they get frustrated, definitely. You know, I have people that sometimes it's very, it's not, it's far and few between. Um, and it's just because like, I, I can, I can see, you know, and this is just what I think, okay. But I can see what, you know, needs to be done. I feel like the most important thing in a reading is the advice. And I always emphasize that for everyone. I'll tell you, and I remind them, I'm, I'm just the vessel that you're receiving this message from. And you take that advice and you do with it what you will. We're all, you know, adults and we have free will. Um, and whatever you choose to do with this information, you, you know, you do that. Um, but you know, I just, I, I tell them the, the advice is the most important part. And a lot of times, um, uh, because people, how do I say this? <laughs> They're interested 
interesting because, you know, a, a lot of times, like there, it's a culture, you know, like people want to get reading sometimes just because they want to find out information, you know, mm -hmm. they didn't necessarily come there for advice, but, you know, that's why I do emphasize with the type of reader I am, I can't, I have to honor myself too. And, you know, the advice is big for me because it's like outside of the, you know, relationship or what they're getting the reading on, you know, whatever person, all of this is about your growth. You know, you were here on an experience, I think, to, you know, rediscover, I mean, not to offend anyone, but that you're just God having an experience. You know what I mean? And um, I don't know. I don't want to get like that. That'll we'll go down the rabbit hole. With no, no, that. you can go down the rabbit hole. It's fine. But I think like once okay so I, I guess like to to circle back like if they if they get upset and um you know people sometimes and they if they watch this you know I love you guys <laughs> but, um so and they and they're cool like I'm still they're still clients like they still get readings from me and it's all good um you know in the beginning in when I was uh you know first starting reading I was very much more um in my ego you mm. know to where that I would be offended by that, you oh. know, and, um, you know, like I'm not like I, I'm not wrong, you know what I mean? I know what I saw. I'm I'm just reading the cards, and I would, but then you know, once you grow, because I'm growing too, mm. you realize that they're just human. They're just going through something, and um, you know, sometimes they get frustrated. They're gonna, you know vent or take out their frustration and odds are I may be one of those people if something's going wrong wrong in their love life and you know they're like you said this person felt this way why aren't they doing this and mm -hmm. you know it's like I at the end of the day and, and when I talk to them I, I tell them this I'm like at the end of the day like it's not about them you're getting a reading about them but it's about you Mm. what what are you learning from this because you're supposed to be learning something from this experience and once you um you know once once you understand that you know then that's when I feel like a lot of positive things happen you know include and that's what I try to talk to them about but you know I have to meet people where they're at I can't mm. expect people to just be in this space where like, oh, okay, you know, this person's not talking to me and I need to just be okay with that and, you know, um, chill out. It's a lot, it's easier. It's, it's, it's very like, it's, you have to master yourself, you know, to get to that level where you understand that whatever that person does, that's what they do. And that's their journey and that's their experience. If that's what they want to do, it's learning how to be unbothered by it. And then asking why, why is this triggering me? Why is this person, you know, this rejection, why is it making me feel like this? You know what? And that, that's what I really like to get, you know, in the, especially in the personal readings, even in the extended readings, I really get into all of that, you know, mm -hmm. like just the deeper, you know, the deeper part of it, not the surface level, this, the, 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 the relationship, whatever's going on is the symptom, but you know, what's, you know, what we need to get to the root of the cause of why this is happening. And it's not about, you know, a lot of people are like, you know, they need to heal and 
um, they need to see this and I, mm. I, I, I can help them, you know, and it's like, but it's not about them though. It's about you. That's mm. the problem. You know what I mean? But again, we're all human. So yeah, they'll come back to me and they'll, you know, even in the comments, which I don't really, you know, one, one guy went off on me in the comments and all I said was, you know, I understand, you know, and then he came back and was like, okay, I'm sorry. I appreciate wow. you. Yada, yada. Sometimes people just want to be heard and that, and that's the thing. And so maybe they just, they just feel like I hear them. So they're going to talk to the person that can hear them. And it, you know, I chose to do this. I chose to, you, you know, this is, this can get a little hairy, you know, with people, cause you're dealing with people's hearts. So, mm. you know, um, but I just, I'm, I'm built for this. I'm strong. You know, I can, I can take it and, you know, I want to, I want to help them. So, you know, people sometimes will just message me venting and I'll just let them vent. I'm like, get it out. It's fine. You know, I'm not, I just, I don't take it all. I don't take it personally anymore. I used to, but that was me and my ego, mm. you know? Um, but that's just anyway. So that was a long answer to. Oh, no. Thank you. Question. No, that makes all the sense because, uh, you know, like I've seen other tarot readers that just disable the comments kind of thing, you know. Um, and I think like what you said, not to say that they're not built for it, obviously, but I think that, like you said, recognizing. I can understand them doing that, though, at yeah. the same time, you know, everybody. Yeah, every, you know, not to I get it because I thought about it a couple times, but. Um, and I didn't mean to cut you off there. I apologize. Oh, no, you're, good. you're good. You're good. But it's all about what you what you focus on. Um, and, you know, really, <laughs> I, I was like, sometimes like I'll, I would see a negative comment and um, it's just like it, it would bother me. But um, <laughs> I had to get to a point where there were so many other positive comments. Why am I choosing to focus on one negative comments so what i don't know what that person's going through they could be going through hell right now and mm. they're just up here just popping off like they could be going from reader to reader to reader like fuck you fuck you fuck you know it's like um so what like that's their you know i'm not it's it's whatever but i do get you know some um readers i even heard russell brand the other day he was um on a podcast and he was saying to, I think it was Joe Rogan, and he asked him, you know, do you read the comments? And Russell was like, no, nah, I'm too sensitive for that. I can't. Oh. <laughs> he was I, like, I can't. He was like, I have someone who does all that. And she'll, you know, sometimes check in with me and ask, is this okay to respond to? And yada, yada, yada. But he said, other than that, he said, I can't. I'm too sensitive about, you know, my work. So, but that's, he knows himself. So he's and, like, no, nah, I'm that's um, funny because he's a Gemini too. But um, like I get it. I used to be, I think, more, I would take it more personal. And mm -hmm. uh, I think because no one would ever like really give me negative comments. <laughs> and then so when I guess you open yourself up to more people. Yeah. Yeah. And then you start getting mm -hmm. people just putting random stuff. And but then I realized that I was like, because people will put things that had made no sense so then that taught me to not take it personal like you said yeah just, whatever's going on with them they needed to vent tell someone off cool like how you said like i could take it you know i got 
broad enough shoulders I could carry that it's fine. Like if that's what they needed to do. So that makes all the sense. Um, also, it's funny because everything you're talking about right now, I've, I kind of heard um, more or less in like you had a video about manifesting 101 or, or was that the title? And you kind of mentioned things about that, like with love, right? Like all, all like kind of like um, what was one of the things you said that stuck out? Like um, how it's like when you're ready, you attract kind of what? what yeah. You know, what not what you deserve. I think that's the wrong word, but uh, I guess what you're ready for, or what's in balance with you, what you're resonating with, what you're, well, yeah, like it's a lot of different things. But I like um, I use the reference like a bank. You know what mm. I mean? Like if um, like the money is you know at the bank because the bank is prepared to hold the money. Um, it's, you know, there's security guards, there's a safe, there's, you know, everything is set up so that the money is, you know, it can, can be held there. So, you know, I think that, um, a lot of times, and I don't know if this is where you were going with it, but, um, it's like people, and I've done this too. I've, I've been guilty of this too. I think everybody has where you want something, but you haven't prepared for it. You haven't, you know, um, earned it, so to speak. So, you know, I think that, um, and a lot of times too, it's like people want to get, but they're not, they're not equipped to give that back to the, to that person or whatever it is, you know, it's like, even if you go in for a job interview, you don't have enough experience. They're not, it's likely they're not going to hire you. Or if you're not, you know, you're not qualified, they're not going to hire you. So it's interesting that people don't look at love the same way or partnership. They don't take it as seriously as they do, for instance, like, you know, career or um, even when you go to buy a house, you have to jump through all these loopholes. It's not just given to you. So, you know, if you really um, want a, you know, people do want like a great partner. I mean, at the end of the day, no matter who you are, you want someone who's supportive. You want someone who um, you're attracted to. You want, you know, all these things. But then people don't. It's like with love and romance, it's like this automatic, like you should automatically have that or that's something that's, you know, should be given. <laughs> but it's like that's probably one of the most important experiences in your life that you'll have in your life outside of like, you know, you have a children, that connection with your children, um, who you choose to be your partner. We don't, I don't feel like we take it as seriously as we should, you know, we don't prepare for it. We don't do the self work. A lot of us want to go into situations and we're not healed. You know, um, I'll hear people say, you know, hey, I, I told this person, I don't trust guys. Don't, you know, but yet she's dating a guy and I'm just like, whoa. I'm like, man, you said that? And they're like, yeah. And I said, if I was a dude, I'd be like, well, maybe go, you know, figure that out and then we can come back, you know, I, I and vice versa. You know, if a guy says to a chick, like, I don't trust women, well, maybe we don't need to be involved at this point because trust is like the main thing in a relationship. Um, but yeah, like, I just feel like, yeah, people don't take, um, 
love or romance as seriously as they do everything else in this in society or our reality that we've built. And just to circle back to with, you know, with doing love readings, um, I feel like at the I feel like love is um, love is creative energy. Like that's the force that creates everything. You know, when when you know feminine, neg- uh, not feminine, but uh, or negative, but feminine, masculine um, energy. That's creation. So I feel like it's very natural for like human beings to find love very important. I mean, at, we can have the most successful career. We can, you know, you can look at even, um, I was all into the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, you know, case. <laughs> and you can see like this man was successful by all accounts. I mean, had everything, but just watching him, I could see how much like he yearned for love, like that, that, that partnership, he wanted it so bad. And that just goes to show you like, no matter what, people really do like that's it that's what you want I mean that's what keeps the that's what keeps the population going is people falling in love and you know um so I think that's why love really resonates with people yeah and it's funny because I don't know how, how it goes um what what's the saying like Leo's govern the heart is that how the saying goes or fine because that's what I was gonna say I think that's I think that's why my, my son, my Mercury, so the way I think, the way I speak, and my Mars are in Leo. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's hard. You know, Mars is how you fight, how you compete. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you look at what I do for work, you know, it's not like, I, not like I'm competing or fighting or anything like that, but it is how I earn money. Like mm-hmm. Mars is an active energy. So, um, so, yeah, Leo is the heart. So that makes sense. You know, I, that I would do something that involves, you know, love. Mm. Um, yeah. So that's what I was going to say earlier, too. Yeah. And the, I mean, even Johnny Depp, like me and Johnny Depp have the same birthday, right? June 9th. So that's that's oh, no, your early birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, I get I get, like I see so many things like it's eerie. Like when I watch him, that's mm-hmm. why I, I know, like. I believe a lot of the things, you know, like how he get like, why not that I ever really got a, a bad, oh yeah, I think people can misjudge you, right? But um, I just see a lot of similarities, right? Like when I see yeah. him, so it, it's funny, but that's why, you know, obviously I was kind of <laughs> rooting for him, obviously, because I know that. Well, I could say it actually, like me, right? Mm-hmm. I've never hit a woman in my life, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, I've been hit a few times surprisingly but I think mostly they knew like to not cross that line with me like don't cross that line with me like um like I don't luckily I don't think I've ever been pushed to to that point even though I think I should have been a few times you know what I mean like people that cross Mm -hmm. the line but so that's why I kind of for me not to say like me and him are that much alike that I could just say oh he's never hit a woman or anything like that right so I don't know him like that but there were things that that I felt for him I felt his pain and like how you said about the you know, I mean, I learned that through watching tarot that Gemini is like the card is the lovers, right? Which is, yeah. which is funny to me. I, I really still don't understand that. Why? Like how, you know, like. Duality, Gemini. Um, I was, I was telling, so who I'm, who I'm with, he's a Gemini, my, my partner. 
And I told him one day, I was just like, you know what? Gemini is the feminine and the masculine in, in one person. So, and he was just like, yeah, I mean, it's duality, but that's, I think that's what it is. It's the, the, I mean, really like if you, any Gemini that I've met, um, you all can like, you all know how to be hard when it's time to be hard, but you can be sensitive. Like when it's time to be sensitive, it's very interesting to watch, you know, Mm. (laughs) but I think that's why you all, uh, it's the lover's card. It's the, it's the divine feminine and the divine masculine, um, coming together, which is really, it's the emperor and the empress on that card, which some people don't know, but that's who it is. That's it. So if it is already in one card, like, mm-hmm. why would you think like how you how you said, like seeing Johnny Depp, you could see him and you feel like he's just looking for that love. So why search for something when. Right. Why, oh. search, why <laughs> search for something when you already have it and that's it like you're you you already embody that all of us do no matter I mean astrology aside all of us embody masculine and feminine energy um but it really is I feel this is just my thought process when you really do come to the conclusion that you are whole on your own and it's not a need for partnership but and that's the spiritual side Mm. but the human side I feel how it manifests is okay. Like you, you realize that you're whole, you don't, there's not this need, but then, you know, now you can have the experience of partnership and, and, you know, hopefully it's this, it's this healthy partnership where you meet another whole person where it's not this codependency. It's not this, you know, um, unhealthy attachment, you know, it's, it's this, thing where we want to be here and you know you are you're on your journey you're having your experience and I'm having my experience and you know but we're choosing it's like you're choosing to be with this with this individual it's not like this need like I I need this person or else I'm going to fall apart you know Mm. um but yeah you hit the nail on the head why why go searching if you're already (laughs) this you know this individual and you're right we don't I feel like it's very human you know to want partnership I think that that's but I feel like that's a gift I do Mm. I feel like that's that's a gift and I think that people that really receive that gift um you know they they get to a point where it's like I'm cool on my own you know I'm chilling I'm and then you meet somebody else that's like well I'm cool on my own too you know it's like well let's be cool together you know (laughs) (laughs) that's funny Mm -hmm. that makes sense though um and uh you know there was something i remembered i don't know this without if this was what i was going to say earlier but um going back to like when you do readings for example like do you ever emphasize divine timing like you know how people are impatient why like how you said why hasn't this happened why hasn't this happened and it's funny the reason I thought to bring that up was because for example like I think I was trying to interview you since I think it was going to be episode four right and here we are you know episode 11 and like you know I told you what happened uh I think I shared it briefly in in the podcast before this one how 
as I was walking in here for us to do the interview, like I set foot, you know, in the room and all the power just went out, you know, and it didn't go out you know, half a block away, but just like in my little area. So I was thinking, you know, to me, obviously I jumped right to the spiritual, like what happened? Like why? But almost now I feel like it happened. So we could talk about this right now, like divine timing. Like it wasn't meant to happen then. Mm -hmm. Uh, Had I been more, I guess, impatient, I could have been like, oh, I mean, I did. I'm not going to like screw it. Like I kind of did think like, damn, like what the hell? Like, you know, I wanted to, you know, I was already set up like, okay, I'm going to do this interview, this interview, this interview. And, you know, I kind of had a structure like that already. And, you know, I'm a Gemini. I could adapt. It's, it's, it's easy to adapt. But still, in my head, I was thinking, like, I was kind of upset, you know, with the universe. Like, why are you throwing a wrench in my little plans? You know what I mean? But, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, but just to show, like, divine timing, how how sometimes, I guess, even that, us wanting something, and it doesn't matter what we want, like, the universe does what it does yeah I guess you just have to accept that so I mean how hard is it to drive that point to people when they're getting readings I guess I feel like well I'm one of I'm I think I think everything is true I know that sounds weird but I think divine timing is true I think that also what you want to happen and your will can force something to happen. Um, I, but I think divine timing is more like, you know, it's like the right moment, you know what I mean? That, that it happened like this right here is the right moment, you know? Um, but I also feel like too, we create divine timing. We create that moment. Um, so it's not like there's a, there's a phrase, um, what does it say? It's like, it's a wise man who is like aware of the stars, but it's a fool who's ruled by them, you know? Mm. So it's like, you can be aware of all these things, but at the end of the day, you are still your own energy, you know, your energy for, and and luckily, like we've been blessed, you know, as, as humans where we can like walk around and we can like move around with this energy. And um, we have this mind where, we can create things and, and I mean, we're super powerful. Like when we, if we really think about it, you know? Um, so, you know, when I, when I talk to people, especially like doing personal readings, um, I let them know like what you want, you can have it for sure. But, you know, it's also, I talk about intention, you know, what are your intentions? You can, um, you can manifest things that you want, sure. But, you know, if your intentions are wrong, you won't hold that. You know, you you can come into, you can have your divine timing, but it won't last. You know, it won't, you won't be able to hold on to that because, you know, your, the energy that you use to create that moment is just, just wrong. It, you know what I mean? So, mm. um, but yeah, I feel like divine timing, you know, I, I more so talk to people in a way where I want to feel, I want them to feel empowered. Like, I don't want them to feel like, you know, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a cancer and he's this sign and, 
you know, it won't work or yada, yada, yada. I'm like, fuck all that. Like, don't even worry about it. It's like, sure. Like that stuff can, is, is real to a degree because of the collective consciousness. Like we believe it. So we, it makes it real. That's just another, that's another part of it. Um, and I love astrology. So I, I, I get into all that because I want to, you know, but um, at the end of the day, I, I emphasize like we, we are, you know, in power here. We create what we want. So you can create that divine moment if you believe it, if you want it, if you can see it, you know, and then ask, ask for guidance from your higher self. Like, how do I get there? You know, show me the way. And um, so, yeah, that's like, if I talk about divine timing at all with them, um, I do emphasize timing. Like, you know, if they ask me, they'll say, hey, should I, should I send them a message or, you know, should I do this? And I'll see in the cards. I'm like, it's a no on my end, but you do. But you know what I also say to them is, but don't let me stop you from doing what you feel is right. Mm. I'm just picking up on a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't want to, whatever you want the story storyline to be, or however you want your story to go do that. Don't let me stop you from doing that. You ask me a question. I'll give you the answer. And nine times out of 10, you know, they'll be like, damn, I shouldn't have done that. Like, (laughs) but, but again, it's kind of, you got to live though, you know? So can't, so yeah, I mean, as far as like divine timing, I think you create that moment, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So that was a lot. No, no, no. It's just because in between, like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. And then by we get to the end of it and I forget everything I was going to ask you. So I should be taking notes. Um, What do you call it? Um, So do you really feel that signs? Because see, even though I, I, you know, because I've listened to, I think you probably mentioned it before. I probably even heard you say it, but um, that about like signs really don't matter, but it does tend to be that a lot of times right even though you may be like okay it doesn't matter but then it's like damn it just doesn't work sometimes like with certain signs so mm-hmm. i mean obviously though so you would believe that there's an exception to the rule like no matter what right like yeah of course of course but i think that i think at the end of the day it just comes down to, in terms of like romance, you know, two people who um, feel like they're like each other are worth it. You know, this person's worth it. Um, you know, and just like you said, exceptions to the rule. Um, I heard, <laughs> I heard this guy said he was like, you know how you know a woman loves you when she she makes exceptions to her rules. Like she'll she'll break her rules for you. You know, or um, and that not like that may seem like in a like just in a broad way, but I knew exactly what he meant by that. You know, it's like you just it, there's different things like you know, um, for you know, example, like uh, I never really liked to cook before, but now I like to cook. You know <laughs> what I mean? So, <laughs> women will do like you know like okay she's in love with you you know what I mean so um yeah I think that there I think it's just I like to take away the astrology like sure the astrology and the tarot like will lead people to me but when I get them like one-on-one and I talk to them 
like I I kind of like okay let's take away all of this right let's just we can have a conversation nine times out of ten we I just start talking to people and they're like whoa okay you know um because I look up a lot of stuff in like relationships and I want to educate myself like on men and women and our languages and how we you know talk to one another um and a lot of times we just it's a lot of miscommunication and we just don't understand each other sometimes um but you know what was I about to say with that when I talk to them it's just like it's you have to find it really signs and tarot aside it's really two people that are like I want to be here and I want this to work I like it here how do we do that you know once you once two people find each other and they and they come to that conclusion that's really it I don't care what sign they are I don't care what the cards told you this would be Mm. if you make it work and the, I think the best thing to do too, when I tell people is just like, make each day count, like make each day a good day. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Just like right now, like, let's just make each moment a good moment. You know, it's like that John Gottman I've been telling people about um, how he predicts like 90%, like it's like 93% of marriages. He's predicted which ones would last and which ones wouldn't. And it's called the golden ratio where it's like for every one negative moment, a couple that will last has five positive moments. So that's the golden ratio that he came up with. Um, And if you, and then there's things that he talks about where, um, you know, one one big sign is like stonewalling. Like if you, a partner like stonewalls, you know, the other partner, he's like, that's not a good sign. What's stonewalling Um, exactly? Like if your person, um let's say you all get into an argument and then you go to try to talk to your person and they're like no don't want to do it's like so many things happen in that moment it's rejection it's like oh my god like I'm just trying to you know talk to you and and you know have a conversation about it and it's like that's I mean communication is one of the biggest things in a relationship so you know a lot of times people, people will do it, but it's honestly like a lot of us weren't really taught how to communicate, you know, in a healthy way. I know this is like straying away from like, no, 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 I'm arrow and all that, but all good. <laughs> um, this is actually like what I'm super passionate about too. I was just telling a client of mine yesterday, like what I'm going to start getting into. Cause I really want to see like, you know, um, I want to see people win so to speak i want people to get the type of partnership they want but i think it's so important you know the first step to emphasize like you have to make sure that you're healed you have to make sure that you're doing this for the right reasons and you're not you know stepping into someone's experience um unhealed and let's say you know you meet this person and you you don't you don't want to take away from their experience if you all are supposed to be or meant to be together quote unquote then really when you two come together um it should you should add like you should be adding to each other's experience um not you know uh again it's going back to that codependency it's it's not you know to me that's just you you don't want to deplete your person 
you just want you want to add to their experience in the best way possible you know so i just i don't know i'm very like passionate about that right now no and thank you for sharing all that um yeah no that was uh a lot yeah no no yeah but like i said every every time you're talking i'm thinking of all these things i want to ask you and then by the end of it um like it just like i guess i want to listen so i forget about the questions because if not then i gotta have the question in there but i'm listening so then it just flies out okay i think i know i was going to talk about like also see like my problem obviously i'm a gemini so communications are thing i really don't feel i have a problem communicating Mm-hmm. right maybe it might be i think if anything i have i've if it, there's anything that probably rubs people the wrong way is being too honest yeah uh, so yeah <laughs> like that's my that's my thing like i think well not i think like my moon is in sagittarius right and i remember reading once um like sagittarius is like truth above anything like right and especially that like your moon in sagittarius so i was like oh shit like that's been like that's been it then, because <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, because I'll just be blunt, and sometimes people take it good, but sometimes they don't. It's like you just never know, right? Like you just never know where it's mm-hmm. gonna land. But um, you know, I've had that problem where, like in relationships, also like not stonewalling, but where people just don't communicate, and maybe it's my fault for getting impatient because. Like, but it's like that just don't communicate. Like, they don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. They'll clam up. And that felt as toxic to me as how you would say stonewalling. Like, yeah, no communication. Like, spit it out. Like, what is it? Like, I can't wait five, six days, two weeks. To, and that's how it would be. And then all of a sudden, they'll be like, oh, this. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, that was like yeah. two weeks ago. <laughs> like, you know, and eventually you let it go. But that's been a huge problem. So, so I, I don't really know why I'm bringing that up. I guess just, uh, I guess to add to that, like about the stonewalling, like I think that's, but I mean, it's all tied in communication, I think is like one of the most important things, like you said. So I think um, I was just thinking about this, like when you really care about someone, um, you don't want them to hurt. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, when people go into situations and I've done it too, where, you know, it's like, well, I, I, I feel like I need to hurt, make this person hurt. Like I'm hurting, you know, to, um, you know, for whatever reason, I want to teach them, you know, I, you know, I don't want them to play with me like that again or anything like that. I feel like, um, you're not ready for a healthy commitment then, you know, Mm -hmm. because, or maybe you just haven't met the right person, you know, that you connect with that on that level. Um, But, you know, if you really, it's just like, even with your children, you know, if you, if you have kids, I would never, you know, not talk to my kids in order as a method of, you know, hurting them. Why? Because it would hurt me. Mm. So, you know, you don't want to, you wouldn't want to hurt your partner I think when you really love someone when you do something and it hurts them it hurts you too you know so um I don't know like people and again but that's that's dropping the ego that's releasing the ego and coming from a very you know connected space where you realize like you know 
outside of everything else, like, let's just, let's make this right. You know, no matter what, I don't care. I was wrong. You were wrong, whatever. Um, at the end of the day, though, we don't want to sit in this place of hurt because that, I mean, it's just, that can go back and forth. Like that will keep going on. And, and, you know, I've, you've, I've seen it with people's relationships. It started with one argument and, you know, it's like, well, I'm not talking to them. Um, oh, they came back. They apologized. So we're okay. Then what do they do? They turn around and they're like, well, fuck you. You know, remember when <laughs> you talk to me, well, fuck you. And then it's just like a, it's, there's that karmic cycle. It just starts, you know, and it's like, yeah, it's just, um, I don't know. So I think when you, when you really care about someone, um, and that's like outside of romance, just in general, you don't want to, you don't want them to feel pain. You know what I mean? Because you, you feel pain. That's what I think love is. And mm. it's just like with your, with your children, I ask people like, you know, would you, you know, however you're dealing with that person, would you deal with your children like that? You know, would you not, and maybe you do have some fucked up people that are like, yeah, I would. And then it's like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> then um, I guess it is what it is. But anyway, so I was just thinking about that when you said it. No, but he just opened up a whole, uh, because, and not, you know, like I love my dad and everything, but we had that kind of relationship. Funny, mm -hmm. oddly enough, he's a Leo, right? And uh, all through high school, we would talk maybe three months out of the year. Mm -hmm. Like he would give me the silent treatment. Everything was like, I would tell my mom, like, tell your husband this. And he would tell my mom, tell your son this. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So all through high school, like three months out of the year, we would talk, like we would always get into something. And, um, you know, not to turn this into like a therapy session or anything like that, but yeah, but um, I would always have to be the bigger person. Find something like, just like, oh, you know, even I guess if the birthday came up, like, oh, happy birthday. So I had to be the one to, mm -hmm. but for a kid that doesn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? But that's why it's funny that you said like, how some people would be like, yeah, I'll do that to my kid, which yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me, but we had that. I'm sure that affected me in some way, but I think sure. the opposite, maybe the opposite. Maybe I saw that's not how you're supposed to be. I can, I can, I definitely understand you on that for yeah. sure. Yeah. And uh, I'm not sure we bought, because I'm a Leo rising, right? Like, I'm a Leo rising. So I don't know if because he's a Leo, I'm a Leo. Like, if some, the Leo in us, like, because Leos have that too, right? Like, That's my youngest. My youngest is a Leo rising and I'm a Leo. So and we definitely, you know, we'll go fucking toe to toe sometimes. He's only two, okay? Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's, he is, he's off the hook sometimes. So, you know, that, that Leo rising, he'll just... And of course he's young. So he's, you know, he's in a different, he's in a different space than you. When you're young, you're just like, whatever, I'm popping off. I want to pop off and let's just, you know, but, um, but yeah, so that's interesting to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could definitely see you all, you know, going, going toe to toe. Yeah. yeah. Leo Rodney apparently is the real Leo. That's the, that's the oh, real. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, wow. So mm -hmm. that, so then that means that what all like, I would have more Leo traits than Gemini traits then? Or? Well, Gemini is how you, you know, see yourself. That's your sun sign. Mm. Your moon is how you filter your emotions. Mm. Um, so you filter it with Sagittarius. So, you know, a lot of philosophy and a lot of, you know, just like you said, when you're angry about the power going out, we were supposed to do the podcast. You're like, why did this happen? Like, you know, <laughs> 
understand why this happened, probably because you don't want it to happen again. You know what I mean? Um, and then Leo rising, um, this that's how the world sees you. And it's also how you can perceive the world, mm. you know? Um, so it's like the mask, apparently, you know, it's a mask you wear. But Leo rising is actually like the star. Like any Leo, like that makes sense why you have a podcast, because it's like, you all were born to shine. You really were. So, um, yeah. So I, yeah, they say like, now again, though, it also depends. Like you have me who I view myself as a Leo, but my Mercury is also a Leo. So, um, my thought process is very much in that, you know, that, uh, that sign and then, um, my Mars. So those are important placements too. So that factors in, but yeah, they say that you're the rising, just like I'm a Scorpio rising, and they say like Scorpio rising is the real Scorpio. Oh, because um, people when they see us, they you know tend to a Scorpio rising would you know look very mysterious and you know very seductive and you know all these things, and you're like you you're like why am I feeling gravitated towards this person? You know what I mean? Mm. Like, and then also too, probably my lower vibrational. I definitely had like paranoia about the world. Like, you know, like, I don't know, this person's out to get me. You know what oh, I mean? Wow. Like, you know, the, I very, um, and I've always been a hermit, always. Like, even when I would go out, like my friends would force me to go out, I'd be in the corner, like, ah, I'm just not comfortable here. You know, I'm not, I'm not in my, my, my cave or, you know, mm. where I want to, yeah. So yeah, the rising is definitely interesting. It really is. So all those things that you just stated is all because of your rising, like all. Um, like as far as like, uh, feeling like wanting to be in your cave or. I think, well, I think that it attributes to it for sure. Um, mm -hmm. for sure. I think it, there's so much, there's so much like that, that, you know, creates who you are. It's, it's our chart. It's, you know, our parents, their chart you know what I mean like it's oh all, wow um so yeah it's um I don't know but again like just like it says like to circle back it's a wise person to know the stars like to be aware of everything but it's a fool to let that rule over you and mm. say oh well you know I'm a Scorpio rising so the world's out to get me ah. so fuck you know what I mean like no, man, it's not. If I if I live in fear like that, then guess what? My fears will keep showing up. It'll just keep, you know, um, you I, if what I tell people is look at your placements and see how they empower you. Like, don't look at the I mean, you can be aware of your your um, what potentially like can be your downfall. I think that's important, you know, mm -hmm. to see uh, like when sometimes you there's an app called time passages. Okay. Um, it's a really good app and they um, will break down like your placements and they're like, be aware of, you know, that you can do this and you, you have potential to, um, you know, hurt people in this way. Definitely Scorpio rising, that stinger can come mm -hmm. out. And, you know, if, um, and I'm still working on that. Oh. Like I'm <laughs> work in progress and I like to be a work in progress. Like I've learned like the journey is fun and growing is fun and learning different sides of you and what can be worked on, you know, like that's, that's the fun part about it. So, yeah. So, um, 
but yeah, like I, 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 like I look at my Jupiter in Aquarius and I love my Jupiter in Aquarius because that mm. makes me good at what I, what I do, you oh. know, I'm the, how I expand the most is through people. Uh, Aquarius is the humanitarian and it just makes sense that, you know, um, and Aquarius is what the star in the mm. Zodiac, you know? So, um, yeah, like I like to look at when I found that out, I was like, oh yeah, I was like, this channel is going to do good. And it, it made me feel good, you know, cause I was aware of it and I, and I was right. I mean, there's certain things too in your chart, like that some things, just like I said, with you, with your podcast, you're a Leo rising. So you definitely were born to, you know, shine in your own right, you know? And I wish I knew right now what my Jupiter was, but I can't remember. So I know I've, I've seen it and all that stuff, but, um, you know, I also like, uh, I know we talked about like a hundred other things and, you know, mm -hmm. I wanted to ask you things about the tarot, but this, I mean, it was a lot, I feel like it was way more interesting anyway, but, yeah. um, just real quick, because I don't want to keep you forever because I don't know, you know, what other things you have planned, but, uh, also, I wanted to ask you, so when you do read tarot, because I had an experience, right? Like, I guess kind of how you said, like, oh, I, I see all these people doing it. I mm -hmm. could do it too, right? Well, okay. So I, I might as well tell the story. Like, um, you know, for me, I had I didn't know anything about tarot, right? I, you know, I used to pronounce it like tarot or whatever. Like, I didn't know what tarot was. I didn't see it. Uh, I really had no interest in it. Um, you know, I probably had some of the stigma from, you know, like the religious stuff, like that was more, you know, the beginning of my life. Like, obviously there's the stigma, like, oh, it's probably evil or this and that, you know, like mediums and, and tarot readers, all that stuff. Right. So I probably, that's why I probably never gravitated towards it. But, you know, in 2019, I had a dream about, and, you know, it, it was like, it led me to you. Right. Which is, is crazy. Like I seen a card, I had a dream. I seen a card. It was pink and all this stuff. And, mm -hmm. you know, I messaged you and I didn't even tell you like the whole dream. I think there was like a pineapple to all this stuff, but it was like, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even, but, but, and it was funny because like I, in the message, I messaged you, it just says like, I said, oh, and then it says yes, which was funny. Like, I thought like, I don't know if that was like a premonition, like three years later. And then when I asked you to do the interview, you said yes. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's what that was about, but it led me to you and then your reading was so dead on and you know not to say like you need my um what is it you you need my confirmation or nothing like that but me when oh, they I, show huh i appreciate confirmation but go ahead no no well just i i mean like whenever they show me something in the spirit world that's when i feel for me that i trust it like that's when mm -hmm. i'm like okay this is real right because okay yeah. yeah like that so when i saw you because if not i probably would have still you know i didn't know nothing about tarot readers and this and that like so i would have been like like yeah i'm not gonna look at that or something so when it led me to you like and i heard the message and i was like oh wow okay and then i think i started listening to more more readings and stuff but see at the time like you know my brother had just passed away right it was mm. you know he passed away in in february of 20. 19 right and then i i had that dream i guess that led me to you maybe around maybe the end of june or the beginning of july because when i messaged you i think it had been a few weeks since i had had the dream right mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And I had already been watching some of your readings and then that's when I messaged you. Um, And then it led me down, like, then I started seeing all these other readings and then it would, like, sometimes they literally say like, oh, we're reading and it's like for someone that had this birthday or someone from that passed away is trying to, and it'd be like dead on, you know, like the message. So I think uh, at that time, um, I was actually more open, like not to sidetrack too much, but like how you said about love, right? Like I learned then like love is like the most powerful thing ever because when my brother passed away, because, you know, I've talked about it already, but you know, with like, like a suicide, right? Like he took his own life and all that. So it really messed me up and, and there was no way in hell that they weren't going to take, they took me to him, right? It was like whatever people would call angels or whatever. They took me to him. Like there was nothing that was going to keep me from going to where he was. And it was because of love, right? Like no doubt, like a hundred percent. Like the world didn't, no walls, no this, whatever, man-made construct or whatever we're living in was not going to keep me confined to this body, to this nothing. It was like the veils, walls, everything disappeared for me. So during that time, I was traveling through whatever that, the universe, whatever, spirit world, everything, astral plane. I was just like doors, walls didn't exist for me. So, you know, I agree 100%. But then I kind of shut down and uh, the tarot readers became kind of my, I guess, portal because I I kind of just was shutting down. And so then I saw, um, so it was super helpful. So that's why, like, I would never listen to the stigmas now, you know, about tarot readers and all that yeah. stuff because uh, it helped me so I definitely see that as a tool 100% um and then yeah and then I, I wanted to do it but it was crazy like I heard a tarot reader um talk about when you pick a tarot a tarot deck like you go and then it it kind of speaks to you right mm-hmm. uh and so I went but it wasn't a trip I went to a store a shop and then it wasn't a traditional deck it was like I think it said like it, it had like uh I don't know I was drawn to it it had more like tribal kind of imagery, but it said it, it, it was like Orishas or something. It had like to do with like more, you know, like that Caribbean, like African, like, you know, kind of tribal stuff. And when I grabbed the deck, like my head lit up like a Christmas tree. It was like something wanted to come through like, right. <laughs> and, but mm-hmm. it scared me. It scared me. I even took the deck back. I never opened it, took it back. But, but it was because I heard someone give a review i looked it up i was like okay let me see what's up with these cards and they said it was almost like when they use the cards it's like they're serving the cards or they're serving those spirits to bring the message and i never heard any readers say it like that so i was like i'm not gonna let something like use me like kind of control me that was kind of scary for me so i took them back and then that ended my tarot reading career at that moment right so with you all that to say, so with you, like, um, when you read cards, like, how do you feel? Because I hear you sometimes say, oh, I see this. So do you actually see, like, are you picturing everything as you're reading it? Like, do you get images? Do you hear, like, are they telling you? Like, how exactly? I, I kind of want to know the whole process, if you don't mind. Um, I don't really get images, um, and I dream a lot too, by the way, oh. I get images and dreams. Um, but when I'm reading, I'm more so here like phrases, you know, they'll, I, I say they, 
but it's really, I feel like it's us. It's just, you know, um, but yeah, I do say they, but they will show me or, or like, if I say I'm seeing, maybe I do like, see when I read the cards, I'm in like a different type of zone. Like mm. I don't, I don't even like I, right now I'm trying to think of like what happens. So maybe I kind of zone out. Mm. Um, I also pick up a lot. So, you know, because I know like I'm reading for thousands of people at one time. And so regardless of whoever, you know, believes whatever, it's all energy. Mm. So I'm like picking up this energy from them. I'm picking up energy from everywhere. And so I don't know. I'll just hear things like, um, and before I go off on a tangent right there, what, what I think, I don't know where I get it from. I don't like, I, I I'm one of those people, but I'm comfortable enough to, to say that. Like, I don't really know where it's coming from. Um, I think it's just, you know, I don't know. It's a number of things. I mean, I still think that it's weird that I can sit down and someone asks me about somebody who I don't even know. Mm. And all I do is say their name. Sometimes I don't even know their name. I don't know who this person is, but somehow I can tap into that person and see what they're doing. And mm. that's weird to me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah know who this person is and it got it took a while for me to be confident in that because in the beginning I'm like what if I'm just like pulling this out of my ass like I don't know you know what I mean but when you said confirmation and I get like you meant it in a different way but I appreciate confirmation like people will do blind readings where they won't tell me anything and I'll just read the cards they're like I just want a reading that's it thank you you know and I'll just say, okay, let me see what messages come through. And then they'll send me, you know, they'll give me feedback and they're like, I'm blown away right now. Mm -hmm. Like you just read everything. You told me about this person and you're right. And that, how that happens, honestly, it's magic. I feel like it's magic. Like, it's just, you know, just like you said, the cards are a tool. Um, I believe in the cards. I also feel like it's our belief like what we believe, we make it real. So I believe that the cards can tell me things. And it's, there's been so much evidence to show me that, that, you know, so now when I'm hearing something or, you know, like I say, I'm being told, I don't know if it's necessary. Maybe I do get images, but I can't really say right now, like if I do get images, but I mostly hear things. And, um, you know, I just now have gotten to the place where I started feeling, maybe, I don't know if you've watched a couple recent readings, but I just started saying things that I hear. Um, and this is what I was going to say earlier. <laughs> I, in, in the, I think it was the Gemini reading. I was like, all right. I said, I'm just going to say this guys. And this is going to sound crazy, but I need to just probably, because the more, more I just kind of like spit it out what is in my head people are like, oh my God, this is for me, you know, because of X, Y, Z. So I kept hearing two chains, hair weave killer. And I don't oh. know, 
hearing that, I'm like, what's going on? And multiple people in the Gemini comments were like, I was literally in the shower washing my weave while you said that. Like I'm sitting here, <laughs> I'm gonna mess up my weave or something. And this one girl was like, I was literally like straightening out my hair, my weave, while because of my weave got fucked up the night before. But wow. they're just <laughs> <laughs> and this one girl was like he was a hair weave killer or something like that I was just like oh my god I'm, but it's just saying little things like that like it just it'll it'll confirm for me and it'll confirm for the viewer or you know whoever like damn like she's really tapped in like you know but and don't get it twisted I feel like anyone can read cards anyone can like we all have gifts, you know, just like I think all of us have capabilities to do bad shit. We also have capabilities mm. to do good shit. But um, I also feel too that intuition and reading is a muscle and you flex that muscle every time you do the work, you know? So it's not like, you know, so it's, it's also, you're able to, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Like you just start hearing things and then you see the cards, you start, you, you remember, oh, remember when I pulled that card? That meant that, that time? Because mm. I'll, I'll think back to certain times where I pulled a card and I, because uh, I used to, I don't do it anymore because I was told not to do it anymore, but I used to pull cards on myself. Oh. And, but I remember when I was about, I remember one day, and I never really pulled cards on myself like that, but it was this one day where a lot of bad shit happened. And for some reason, I told myself to pull cards on my on on myself and I asked what was about to happen what was the energy of the day and it was the tower mm. and I remember I asked how would I feel about this and it was the five of cups it wasn't good oh and that day was probably one of the most fucked up days ever in my life and you know so it was a good and bad it was a gift and a curse because as everything was going down I realized though I was like you called it you knew what was about to happen. You saw it. So it was like, maybe the universe was like, you know, yeah, a lot of shit is about to happen, but we're going to bless you with knowing like you got a real gift here and you know, you can see things like you need to trust yourself. That's a big thing too, with reading. Mm. Like if anybody watches this and wants to read, you have to trust yourself. You need to trust your intuition. And, and that's one thing that people will try to do is make you question yourself. I have had people, um, and those are absolutely, you know, it's also about, for me, it's very much about respect. Um, if you come at me super disrespectful, I probably will never talk to you again. And it's not, it's not me being an asshole. It's just because I genuinely love myself and I don't want to, you know, not honor myself by allowing someone to try to come in and tear down something I've worked so hard for, you know, but, um, you know, people will try to come in and, and say, you know, Hey, you were wrong. And this, that, and the third, um, I had one person, she was very disrespectful. Oh, um, she watches it. She'll probably know who she is, but she was very <laughs> disrespectful. And, um, you know, she, after she said all this, all this stuff, she still tried to message me for a reading. And I was like, Nah. <laughs> and so I don't know, like people will try to get you to question yourself, but that comes with the territory because the universe is going to test you or your higher self is going to test you to, to see where you're at. And, um, 
you know, um, yeah, that comes, that, that definitely comes with the territory. So I don't know, like, I just, I hear things and I probably do see things, but I can't say for sure. Like if I do see things during the reading, um, but yeah, that's just, I don't know. Like, I guess that's just how it works for me. The more I did it, the better I got at it. And, um, and I just, the biggest thing is trusting, trusting yourself, you know, and um, that's really it. And um, when you said they told you not to pull cards for yourself, who's they? Well, my higher self, I will okay. say. No, I say the same thing. Like I always say, yeah. oh, they told me this. They told me that. So I got, yeah, you don't have to, <laughs> you know, I've said it before, but there's really nothing that anyone could say that will mm -hmm. surprise me. Like I've experienced like just about everything you could imagine. Right. So, so I don't know why, like, and not everything, like in a huge way, but at least a little of everything. Right. So there's nothing. I think that's the reason I wanted to have the podcast too, and get all kinds of different people because I've just experienced like a little of everything. Right. So, mm -hmm. And before I forget, I wanted to ask you, what, what is the Five of Cups exactly? Five of Cups is, well, it's literally Saturn in Scorpio. Mm. And in the traditional, uh, like, Rider weight tarot deck, it's the gentleman standing there. And he, like, has his head down. And he has, like, this black robe. Like, he's in mourning. Oh. And there's, there's three cups that are spilled over. So he's crying about, you know, something that, you know, he lost. And, but behind him is two cups oh. and what it symbolizes too. It's like somebody kind of like somebody crying over spilled milk mm. or someone who can't detach themselves from something that's already gone. It's like, dude, the cups have spilled. You're not going to get that liquid back in there. It's done. Right. But it's the universe saying like, turn around, you still have something over here you still have two cups you need to appreciate what you have left you know over here mm. um and it's it's you know so yeah like with saturn scorpio is the you know planet of death and rebirth um like the phoenix you mm. know and um it with saturn being present it's a lesson you know it's um and it it's a lesson that, Hey, you're going to, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some, you know, there's going to be sadness, but the, also the bigger lesson is, you know, there will always be something else there, like mm -hmm. always, but you know, with the five of what I felt when I saw that I would feel the five of cups, it's like, I would feel a sense of loss. And I did that day. I lost something like really important to me. So, um, yeah, it was, it was definitely a life changing moment. You know, we like, I tell people all the time, like you get scared of tower moments and they are scary. Um, but tower moments are good though, because it takes away a situation where they're like, listen, you asked to be in alignment you asked to go on this path and we have to remove that i'm sorry you don't want to let it go we get it but you're you can't take that with you right now you know what i mean and so that's literally when your higher self will come and just snatch something away from you you know wow. um because you won't let it go mm. yeah 
so is that more the tower or the five of cups go represent that as well or it's both i feel mm. i feel like yeah but five of cups is more of the mourning process and um you know because it's you know mourning that cycle that cycle is over it's it's like it's over it's done um and it's a loss it's a it's so it's a lot in that card you know it's a missed it's a missed opportunity or like shoulda coulda woulda I could have done this to hold that together I should have done this you know um but the universe is like just take the lesson man just take the lesson that's why it's Saturn and you know, next time you see those two cups, you'll handle it better than what you did with those three cups right there. You know, uh-huh. you'll make sure that you put it on something strong enough to where it wouldn't fall over. You know, you would cherish it, take care of it, you know? So um, I feel like there's always, there. That's, that's a part of the five of cups. So that was a good question too, but there's always, like opportunity in every negative situation, there is always something positive that can come out of it. It just, it's your perception. That's also what the five of cups is about too. It's perception. He's up here focused on the loss. When, if he changed his perspective and turned around, he could focus on what he has left and what he needs to, you know, what can I do with that? You know? That makes sense. No, mm-hmm. thank you. And also, so you said Saturn. So what exactly is Saturn usually represent then? Saturn is like the teacher. Oh. And um, so when like Saturn, when it goes retrograde and it's also like it represents cycles. Like uh, when I was when I mentioned my Saturn return, it's like Saturn return is uh, specifically 29, but it can start when you're like 27, 28, because Saturn is mm. such a um, it's such a long energy. Like it's, it's, it's one of those planets where, um, and I don't want to, I don't want to get, it just, it moves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it moves. It takes long for Saturn to move, I think from different Zodiac signs, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why that would make sense, right? Like why it takes 29 years to, to circle back to the day oh. that you were born when Saturn is in your, wherever, whatever house, whatever sign it was in. Um, So what, I don't, I forget where my Saturn is. And I think my Saturn is in, it's in something tough. I think it's like Scorpio or something. Like my Saturn's in like some type of fucked up area. So that, (laughs) that I would have a, I'm pretty sure that's where my Saturn is. Oh, well, fuck it. I was about to look at, look at it really quickly. Hold on. Oh yeah. By all means. Planets. Yep. Saturn and Scorpio. So that's why like when Jesus Christ, my next Saturn return, um, <laughs> ooh, I just gotta, I, I just need to make the right choices right up until then, because what is that? 29. What will I be like 60? My next Saturn return. Um, anyway, I better just enjoy life right now. Um, but yeah, so, um, why Saturn, is that heavy? It's that heavy when Saturn return hits. And- yeah. It's, it can be a number of things. Um, people tend to have children, um, get married, get divorced. Um, you can go to prison. You can like, it will be something that happens where it dictates like the next cycle of your life. So, um, for, for me, I got out of a long relationship that I was in at that time. And that started a whole, fucking 
it was like, you know, now think about it. I was like around 29, 30 when all that started and I'll be 37 this year. And I'm literally just feeling like my life is finally like settling down. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, you know, finally, like, so, you know, it's a process. Like, you know, if I could go back and tell myself like, listen, man, you'll be good. You know what I mean? But it's going to be rocky um up until because you're gonna make some choices that's another thing I feel like life is about choices okay so like the choices we make then that's Saturn right Saturn's like okay remember when you made that choice well here's the consequence for what you what you did either it'll be good or bad we'll see um but to circle back with Saturn like when Saturn goes retrograde I heard another astrologer um, refer to it like the teacher. So, or like even the mother, right? When the teacher or the mother leaves, leaves the house. Okay. So when Saturn goes retrograde, you kind of have like wiggle room to do things that you want to do, but you can do it, um, non-traditionally because Saturn represents Capricorn and Capricorn is, uh, very traditional. It's the, it's the mother or no, no, it's the father of the Zodiac. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's very, it, it gives me like emperor energy. Like this is the way it is. This is how we're going to do things. Or even uh, King of Swords, you know, because King of Swords is Aquarius, but Aquarius is Saturn as well. It's more King of Swords. It, it's like you, 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 you rule with an iron fist. That's Saturn, okay? There's no stepping out of bounds. When Saturn goes retrograde, you can kind of go out of bounds a little bit and you can get shit done, mm. right? Um, but you also want to make sure too, what happens is it's like when a teacher leaves the room and you all are taking a test, right? <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's, you, you have, or like you get extra time or something like that. There's something where you get a little wiggle room during the retrograde, but what happens is no matter what you, they gave you extra time to get done what you needed to get done. Right. Mm without them monitoring you, without Saturn looking over your shoulder, like, are you doing what you're supposed to do? So how he compared it is when Saturn goes direct, when the teacher comes back in the classroom or mom comes home, if the house looks fucked up, if things are crazy looking, what's going to happen? She's going to be like, oh, so this is what was happening when I was gone. You mm -hmm. know, so you don't, you don't, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. My bad, my phone, my phone battery. But yeah, like it's, it's like when the teacher or the parent comes home and could they trust you on your own? Did you do what you were supposed to do without, you know, big daddy Saturn looking over your shoulder? Like, are you, are you, fall, you know, falling in line? So it's like, yeah, it's the planet of responsibilities. And, you know, if you didn't take care of this, you're going to have to answer to this. So, you know, I think that, it's just, I need to, like, you just reminded me, like, I just need to make sure I have everything in order by the time my next Saturn return comes so I don't get fucked up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, on my end, I can't control everything else that happens around me, but odds are something will happen that will be life-changing, but it's all good. Mm. <laughs> and, no, and now that you brought that up about the retrograde, actually, I think when we were supposed to do the last interview, I don't know if Mercury retrograde had just started. Probably something. Yeah, because are we still in it or it just ended or? But we're in the shadow phase, quote unquote. Yeah, mm -hmm. so, you know, oddly enough, like, it has to do with, like, electrical things, right? Like phones and. Sure. Yeah, so I yeah. thought maybe that's what yeah. it was as well. Mm -hmm. So the coincidence of that happening or. Yeah. 
you know, not mm-hmm. coincidence, but you know, um, you know, it's funny because, oh, I, and I want wanted to ask you about the dream stuff too, but um, like, see, even before, see, that's another reason. Once I started watching tarot, and uh, no, and also, yeah, I I did want to confirm that so many of your readings were dead on. So I don't know if that's what you thought I was going to say about the confirmation. Why? Yeah. yeah, but yeah, they were dead on. That's why. I mean, you know, because of you, I started watching tarot. Where see, and I guess that's one of the things. Like, I guess it does get addicting. And then you can't let it get to that point, right? Like to be so like codependent. Yeah, yeah. Where you yeah. just want, but you know, at that time I felt like I needed it. But then after it was like they were weaning me off of it. Like, okay, there. Like I start, I would get the energy. It just didn't feel right anymore. But for a long time, it did. It was like, like just watching and the messages were always dead on. But finally, after it just didn't feel because I guess they wanted me to reconnect because. Yeah. You know, that's why I was going to tell you, like, the dreams, like, I realized even, like, maybe even a year before I saw my first tarot reading, I remember, you know, I was already dreaming in tarot, which was weird. I remember there being one where there were these towers, and I shook up. But every time I've dreamed of towers, I'm the one that brought them down. Like, in that Mm -hmm. dream, I was bringing down these towers, and Mm -hmm. I was like, I didn't understand the dream, right? Like, it took, like, a, a year to finally make sense. But all these things did happen, right, my whole life changed um the last one i had maybe months ago i had a dream of a tower but i brought it down on somebody else so i don't know what that meant like i guess maybe i did something but i look back at them and i had this mischievous look in the dream like i guess (laughs) yeah i could see myself and they were kind of looking at me like like don't do it and i look at them you know yeah but the funny thing was the tower was like stacked up kind of like it was barely held together. Like, so it was like, it was all these weird things, like shapes that were holding it up. So mm-hmm. it looked like a flimsy structure anyway. So I was like, it's hmm? like a house of cards. It's easy to knock down. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I look back at this person. <laughs> it's just like, I guess dropped the tower, but I don't know. You know, I don't talk to this person. I haven't talked to this person in a long time, so I don't know if that's what it meant, mm-hmm. like something, right? Like it was just weird. But but uh, I don't know if you ever seen. There's this documentary. I think it's called The Fool's Journey. Okay. Have you seen it or no? Uh. Uh-uh. But it, it it shows how, like the tarot, is there like in all your life, like your whole life. And I yeah. guess it starts off with like the tarot, and then it goes. I mean, the fool taking a journey, and then it goes into like all the things that happen, and then the the um the the tower then eventually i think it gets to the wish fulfillment like at the end all this thing but it makes Mm -hmm. all the sense if you ever want to watch it it's called i think a fool's journey and like an old documentary but i i started noticing that in my life how tarot's always been there so that's another reason why i would never listen to like the stigma of it because i was like wow like i was already dreaming in tarot i see how it went in my life like all these events that happened you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um so it was interesting how that happened. Uh, and I mean, I just added that, but I wanted to ask you about like, when you said you dream things, how, how is it? Like you dream, you have like premonitions or you say like, what exactly kind of things do you dream? I was a number of things. I have premonitions. Um, I'm probably gonna, well, who knows who's gonna watch this, but. If you don't, you don't have to say it, but for me, like, yeah. Feel <laughs> probably a whole other podcast on dreams, but. Um, 
like I, I told, you know, I told my partner, I was like, you know, what I noticed is that people can't hide from me in my mm-hmm. dreams. Like I can see, like when people are thinking about me, they show up in my dreams, but I also can literally see where people are at. Mm. I can see what they were doing. I, I'll wake up the next day and I'm like, this person was probably at an airport. Uh, and it, I think it's just all energy and I'm just very sensitive to it all. Um, but yeah, I can, I also know what's about to happen. Sometimes they'll give me a premonition. Um, last night I had a super weird dream and there were a couple people there that I was like, okay, they probably were thinking about, you know, me and, you know, things like that. Um, but the dream was like, and I'll I'll just say it real quick. It was, it, it was funny because I picked up my, um, I have a bearded dragon over Mm. there and the whole real one or yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) Out over there. I'm not going to bother her though. Cause I think she's in heat. Oh, and, um, I picked her, I picked her up. She was like real, she's like hissed at me. And she never had done that before last night. And I was like, what's your problem? You know, I was all, you know, I'm taking it personal. And um, <laughs> so it was interesting though, because I saw she was getting bigger and I'm like, if I didn't know any better, I'd say you were pregnant, you know? Mm. Um, of course she's not, there's not a male in there with her. But so I picked her up and I let her hang out, you know, a little bit in the living room last night. And last night when something's up with her too like I'm not trying to sound like a weirdo but she's like I don't know but whenever I pick her up I'll dream about her like Mm. I'll so she was in my dream last night but she was a snake but I knew it was she was an orange snake and she had um uh white stripes with emerald outlines like triangular stripes okay and then um, there was this uh, gecko um, that crawled up on her and I could tell like he like looked very seductive the way he was looking at her and I was about to take him off and like telepathic you know you're telepathic in dreams yeah and he's no no like I'm about to do my thing with her you know what I mean and so then all of a sudden I knew like they were about to mate oh. and he went underneath her belly and crawled inside of her like there was an opening mm. And then I saw him pop his head out. All of a sudden, his head turned into like a, it turned into like a snake head, but it was like a weird shape. And his eyes started glowing orange, which is interesting. I have orange nails on. Oh. Um, and uh, his eyes started glowing with emerald stones, which is also interesting. I just noticed that. But they started glowing. And then as he came out of her, which is weird that I'm using came, not to be nasty, but these big like droplets of sperm fell out of her like Mm. that, but it looked like they, they were glowing at the top. Like it, it, it was weird. It was like, and they, they all came together and they formed like this ball and it started glowing, like pulsating. Wow. And I, I looked at it in the dream and I was like, I got to get rid of those. I don't want all these snakes all around here. You know, these baby snakes, I don't know what to do with those, you know? Mm. Um, but yeah, that, that was my dream last night, but I, I woke up and I was like, immediately, I was like, she's in heat. That's why she's so pissed off. Like she oh. wants, she, you know, she wants to get, she wants to get laid basically, mm. you know? So, um, but yeah, it was, it's, it's weird. 
it's weird like how you know and but it's like why why did i dream about all that you know it's very interesting um but i looked it up i'll also look up my dreams like to see different meanings but um i don't know you know snakes do represent death and rebirth and for me to see sperm like that's you know creation it's creative energy so and so it was something like i like i was like looking at it and it, the fact that it looked almost like a diamond sitting on top of the the sperm not to sound gross but it didn't look gross it looked just like they all came together and then they formed this thing it was weird wow mm -hmm. yeah no 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 thank you no no but like well like you said you haven't figured out what that uh meant yet i'll i think that i'll know soon enough but there's you know i even had a dream the other day that i was pregnant like and i i could see my i had the belly and everything and i was just like so something's going on now it doesn't necessarily have to be like that you know it's just like something is happening like something is being created right now mm. and um you know usually then there's going to be the birth i don't know what it's going to be but you know who knows no and you just reminded me i think when i started watching you you were pregnant as well so mm -hmm. i think it made me trust you know obviously like I think that's why I've been surprised, like when I'll run into people that don't believe in spiritual stuff or this and that, especially women that have given birth. And I'm like, because for me, it's like you were a portal to bring life into. How could you not? What was that? I'm sorry. I think it's just programming. Yeah, 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 definitely. But even just that, the act of bringing life into this world, like, like how do you? You know what I mean? But so I, I obviously like I, I think when I saw you were praying out like, oh, yeah, she must even right now be even more like, do you feel that way when you're pregnant? Are you even more connected than usual? Probably. I mean, I could definitely see that being the case because it literally is like when you're pregnant, it's the it's the portal, you know, between death and death and life is like right there, you know. So, yeah, I could I could definitely see that. Um, especially with me being pregnant with a Scorpio, which was interesting. Mm. And he was born on 11, 11 on top oh, of that. Wow. I was mind blown, wow. but I, it was just like confirmation for me. Like this little guy is supposed to be here. Don't even worry about it. You know? Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely could, I definitely had crazy dreams when I was pregnant with him for sure. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, probably, but I mean, I just, again, I think my intuition, whether I'm pregnant or not, it's just, it's just that muscle, you know, and I'm just, uh, me just reading and, and me trusting my intuition, like, and the universe will give me confirmation. Like this one person showed up in my dream and lo and behold, they messaged me like the mm. next day. It's yeah. like, yeah, you're right. You, you're, you, you pick up on a whole lot of stuff, you know? So, um, but yeah, I don't know. No, no. So, oh. if, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't hear it. I guess I was more intuitive. Maybe. Mm. Mm -hmm. So real quick, why do you think you have it? Like, was it through your family or what? Like, why do you feel that you're so connected? Cause I want to be for sure. Like I, I feel like I came into this experience 
um, just wanting that. I don't know. I don't know if it's from like my mom, she definitely dreams mm. and, um, she definitely has these moments. Like she'll share with me like premonitions that she's had and things like that. Um, I look at it too. Like, you know, my mom, my grandmother, great grandmother, all these women, they had to have been like spiritual to a degree, but maybe they just couldn't express it. Mm. Um, you know, probably on both sides, my mom and my dad's side. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm them, you know, um, because again, we're just recreations of our parents, the parents, parents, and things like that in this, in this human form. But I feel like I came into this time period, like right now, where this is the time where I can express this. I live in a country where I can talk, you know, speak freely, thank God, you know, um, to, to a degree, right, of course. Um, and there's this platform, YouTube, where I can, you know, kind of just speak freely on a mass level. I feel like all these one part of it is like all these women that, you know, I've, you know, I'm a descendant of, they wanted to do something like this, but mm. then I was created, I came into this form and um, it's like, yeah, now I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? That's how I feel like, you know, I've been waiting for this. And so, um, but yeah, that's what I, that's, that's a part of it, you know, but I think that definitely like, I came into this experience, like I wanted to, I wanted to do this, you know? Yeah, definitely. No, I can attest, like I felt that the same way, um, like if it's almost, I don't know if it's a karma, but almost like for all the people, like, you know, especially like with native people up to, what was it? The seventies, the native, like people here from, from like the United States, they couldn't mm -hmm. even practice their own you know, beliefs, like they will put them in nut houses, like the medicine men, they will put them in nut houses, they will put them like all this stuff until like 70 something when they passed the law, or 80 something where you could practice, but for over 100 years, like they couldn't even practice their spiritual beliefs, you know, so yeah, that's why I'm so open about it. I don't care. Like, you know, I know it's very uncomfortable for some people, but I, sometimes like I say things because I don't care. It's like, all right, well, it's time, you know, like it's time. Like I was, like you said, I was born in this time to not yep. care. Like, you know, I always look at it. Uh, not that it was a good thing, but I had a lot of life and death experiences when I was pretty young, you know, like, like out of, like I always say, like out of all my friends, I started buying like my own life insurance, like at 18. Cause I expected to die. Like I really didn't think, you know, like every weekend, like that's how I was going to be. I was like, ah, at least my mom will be cool. So at 18, I started paying for my own life insurance, you know? So that makes me even, it's always helped with stuff like, well, how am I going to be scared of saying something when I didn't mm -hmm. even think I was going to be alive, you know, right now. So, um, damn, there was one, another thing I was going to ask you. Um, and then, so we could close it. Cause I don't want to, cause I know we could keep going over and over. Um, yeah. Plus I, my phone is like, um, it's about to be on 10%. I don't want it to die on us too. On oh, us. okay. Okay, cool. So but, I'll just, Man, I was going to say something about what we were talking about. So I'll just say this then, this last thing. Um, so as far as like, oh, okay, I know what I was going to say. So for example, like the funny thing is I've never once asked like all my premonitions. I've done the same thing. Like I've seen people, I guess I must have been astral traveling to see it in real time. Like as they were doing something, 
I've done all yeah. that, you know, and then they were freaked out. But the funny thing is I've never asked to do it. Not once. I never said, oh, let me see what this person's doing yeah. to this day. Like nothing. So there must be permit, like the universe is doing it, whoever's doing it, like for whatever reason, I'm able to see all these things. And sometimes it's every day. And so I think that was one of my fears. Like if I started doing tarot reading, would it diminish those gifts? Like, you know, almost, uh, but like, well, like you know, now that I have you here, so has that happened to you? Has that been the case? And obviously it doesn't sound like it, right? Like when you were doing tarot readings. No, I think that it's, um, I think me again, my bad. I'm sorry. No, no worries. No worries. Okay. Okay. I think that it's actually made me more tapped in oh, wow. to, you know, um, yeah, it's made me more tapped in, I feel, because I'm, I'm, you know, now I'm dealing with the spiritual realm for sure. I mean, I feel, I mean, we all exist with the spirit. There's spirits everywhere, apparently. I guess that's what I think. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't, I think that it's also made me more like I've become, how do I say this? Like friends with it? Like I'm, I'm. Like there's definitely this connection where things that maybe I wouldn't have been shown before, now it's like they'll show me everything. You know what I mean? Like if I because I'm open, like I'm mm. very open to it, you know. Um, so no, I don't think it's taken away from it. I think that um it's it's if anything, it's made me more connected to it, to to different, you know parts of um i don't know this universe or whatever it is you know mm. no thank you and, and okay the last question so do you ever feel or how do you cleanse like do you ever feel the energy like people you're reading for do you ever feel like the negative if they're going through something do you feel that energy and if so like how do you get rid of it or it, it never affects you like you, you it doesn't attach to you or something like do you have to do a ritual to get rid of it or something? I think that it, it does as much as I allow it. A mm. lot of times I'll just, I won't even acknowledge it, but it's funny how you cannot acknowledge something, but your, your body still feels it. Mm. Like we, we, I heard someone say before, like we underestimate, you know, our, the trauma that our body takes on from these experiences. And so I definitely like, it can be a lot, I think too, cause I'm, I'm like, I'm a woman. So I feel like women are, I was just saying this the other day, like we are the physical embodiment of receptive energy. So we can, we'll receive a lot, you know, of information and emotions and energy and all this stuff. Um, so I definitely do think that I feel it. I know when people are going through things, I sense it. Um, but what I do is I just try my best to ground myself. Um, you know, I'm a mom, you know, I have, and there's other things that I do need to do. So I'll just, you know, shift my focus. Mm. Um, I think I used to kind of like overthink all that. And, um, I mean, I do like, I like baths. I think that baths are important. Actually, I was going to do that before the podcast, but I'm going to do that today. I think I definitely, I think that's a good way to like release, you know, toxins and 
things that you take on, but um, I don't know. I just don't really, I used to be like, I used to have sage. I used to have crystals. I don't have any of that anymore Mm. um, because I don't know. I just, uh, I just want to think of myself as a more powerful being, you know, where I don't have to, I guess, have all the, all those tools, but I don't have anything against it. I think that, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. Um, I don't, I just, I don't know. I don't really do it's maybe I'm weird in that way in this spiritual <laughs> world. I don't really like do any of that anymore. Um, but you know, um, but yeah, I just try not to, I try not to overthink things anymore. It's, I just, you know, I just let it be what it is and just be chill and cool out. And if I need to, like yesterday, I was like, I was feeling, I definitely was feeling like anxious probably was a good word for it. So I just went outside with, you know, my son and just put my feet on the ground and ran around, like kick the ball with him and stuff like that. Like grounding, I think is really good. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think yeah doing getting back into the present is the best thing possible I feel when you're feeling all the feels I don't know how many times am I going to say feel right now but when you feel all the feels I think that being in the present moment and just doing simple things like I'll do laundry or I'll do the dishes or something like that to get back into the moment I think that's probably maybe a ritual Mm. that sounds simple but it just kind of dumbs things down so that it's just like not that serious you know no thank you thank you so much um you know i could probably keep this going but i'll I'll end it there anyways your your phone's telling us that anyway yeah well you can invite me on again you know definitely i definitely will um yeah i'll just have to make notes but yeah i mean we could talk about dreams all kinds of things uh maybe i'll have experiences um you know i actually had a, a crazy dream uh you know, not too long ago, which I just won't share because uh, I don't know the time wise. Um, well, I'll just share real quick then. So I had this dream and it was funny because it was right before I hadn't been to a ceremony in over a year. Mm-hmm. And right before the ceremony, I had this dream and these beings, I don't know who they were, but they were doing surgery on me. Right. Mm-hmm. And they were operating here. And like, you know, that's where your pineal gland is and all that. And they removed this thing that was like this big old thing. And it was all women. And the woman, like, she's showing everybody. And they're like, oh, wow, that was big. And I'm just like, it's crazy because, I mean, I've I've remained tapped in all this time. But I know I really was disconnected compared to how I used to be. So it was just interesting that. And so it kind of scared me. Like, oh, here comes everything. Like, like, you know, because when I'm tapped in, like, I'm tapped in exaggerated, right? So. It made me nervous. I'm kind of nervous. I feel like I'm holding it back still, whatever it is. But it was just the craziest dream. And and then, you know, I went to the ceremony and I had some crazy dreams as well. So, and it was interesting too, to me, that it was all women, right? Like the women, yeah. like the one that operated on me, they were all like, you know, I don't know why that part. I guess it makes sense. Like how you say you guys, uh, I don't know, the receiving. <laughs> they like, yeah. I really don't know. The receptive energy. Yeah, yeah, something. Uh, so it was, it was interesting. But uh, yeah, no, I guess I'll just end it on that. Thank you so much. I guess, we'll, you know, we could talk about the dreams on the next one. And uh, yeah, I'll, I'm very honored to have had you as a guest. I really appreciate it. Be here. 
Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. No, I thank you for being so open too. So thank you. Okay. Well, make sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I guess you'll you'll message me and all that with the the video and all that because I got to share it and everything. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, it'll probably take me maybe like a day, maybe by tomorrow, maybe Monday at the latest, okay. but I'll, I'll have it up by then. So. Okay. No. Okay. All thank right. you so much. Okay. Well, thank you too. Enjoy your day. Okay. Okay. You too. All right. All right. Feeling it, you know what I'm saying? You're just feeling it. <laughs> and I wanna feel this way forever. Ever.